your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With another episode, another green room episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And these are the episodes where you come on. We have conversations about everything Avalanche, anything that happened in the week prior, or whatever's on your mind. And that's uh, the green room app. That's what this episode is brought to you by. And that's what this episode is. So. Before we jump into the green room, first things first, follow the show on social media outlets on Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche, on Instagram, Locked On Avalanche, and send questions, comments, concerns, opinions to Locked On Avalanche at gmail.com. So we have people already in the green room, and let's jump in. We have Devin here on the line. Yeah, I finally caught up on all the podcasts, finally, that you were putting out, Chris, and Mm-hmm. I mean, you got some good points out there, so, you know. Such as what? Let's uh, uh, let's like, dive into that stuff. Um, like, I guess, first off, uh, like, who you think we're going to protect and unprotect? And, you know, like, I think we've – I think I'm in agreement with you that saying that I think we've seen the last of Kadri in an Avs uniform. I hope so. Uh, <laughs> as much that would hurt I, I think it's what we need to do you know like for for what though like what do we do because you you listened to the show yesterday right with the yep. uh, Ross from Locked On Senators so uh, but, but what do you get in return for him from from Ottawa I mean say what you want about Kadri you, you want to get rid of Kadri because of he's a liability okay I get that uh, but he does put up pretty good numbers. Uh, what are you going to get in return from Ottawa that will put up those numbers immediately? Like you don't really need anything futuristic for from Ottawa. So, well, maybe you get a. To... I don't know what do we know what uh, what pick they have in the draft this year? They have number ten. Air. I I would take a first round draft pick. I take their. I'd take their 10th overall pick this year. You think they would give up their 10th overall pick for Nazem Kadri? I think if, if the, uh, if like, maybe if like the abs, uh, maybe threw in a prospect or something, then probably so. I can yeah. tell you right now, if you're trying to offload Kadri, Ottawa is not where you want to go. Um, I, well, it depends on what you want in return. I mean, I think that's what we're, we're kind of like trying to get at is if you want some more prospects, Ottawa is, is a hotbed for that. Um, if you want an immediate return for a player that can, uh, slot in and give you production like Kadri can, um, I don't think Ottawa wants to give up any of those guys like that. So it's, it's a tough spot that the answer, I think what's going to be telling is if the Avalanche uh, protect or don't protect Kadri. If they don't protect him, then you might think that they are moving on from him and will try to offload him somewhere. Not necessarily Ottawa, but uh, I think that'll be very, very telling because it's not like he is a, a free agent in any capacity and they're going to play that game of 
not protecting him um, with the idea that Seattle wouldn't take a free agent because then they have to negotiate with them. Um, you know, like we've been throwing around with Landis Gog and Jost and guys like that. I think Kadri's in a different world. I think if, if you know, if, if they don't protect Landis Gog and don't protect Jost, you would feel comfortable with them being able to resign them. But if they don't protect Kadri, I think that's a different animal. I think that's because the writing is on the wall that they might be moving on from him if that's their decision with him. What and do you think? I agree with that. I would say coming up with this, like you touched on the Joe's thing. I think it's Saki's got to sit down and be like, I got to pick my, pick my, uh, pick the right person I want on, on this team. And it's going to come down to either those two to leave protected and unprotected. So we'll see what Saki does. You think it's going to come down to Jost and Kadri? Yep. Yeah. So you would think, so you feel like Natushkin is safe? I feel like Natushkin, oh yeah, Natushkin's definitely safe. Yeah, I think he's he's played himself into being saved. Um, but I think, yeah, I th- man, it, this, the, the last guy is, you know, it's different on who you talk to. Um yeah, I, th- I I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case, man. If if they do Jost and uh, Nachuskin, I wouldn't be surprised if they do that. Kyle, you're saying, uh, or what are you saying? Are you saying that they are are uh, moving on from Kadri, or do you think that they, or it's just not Ottawa, is what you're saying? Yeah, if if that's if that's your motivation, if you want to move Kadri, I don't think Ottawa is your destination. I don't think we should move him, honestly. Yeah, uh, well, and and like in talking with Ross yesterday, you know, you got to think about the age, too. I mean, he is, you know, at the beginning of his 30s, which, again, is not old, but is the end of the season uh, a sign of things to come from Nazem Gadri? Like, he didn't do anything in the last month of the season. Is that concerning? Do you think, do you think they will make a decision more – based on that than than the hit that got him suspended for the playoffs or uh, do you think it's more production wise and they're more concerned about his lack of production at the end of the season i say if you are entertaining deals right now hold on to him until the trade deadline make him a piece um i think he could be more valuable when rosters start getting figured out the expansion draft the the uh the NHL draft, once those go, everybody gets their team set up, everybody figures out what they need, I think he might have more value at the trade deadline next year than mm-hmm. in trades this offseason. Good point. So maybe not in the offseason, but when the trade deadline comes. Exactly. Okay. I could see that. I could see that maybe, you know, maybe just the last month of the year was uh, kind of an anomaly and – he didn't perform all that well. Uh, see if that carries over into next season. And if it does, unload him. But but then you might be running the risk of not being able to get like a maximum return on him uh, if he does kind of falter at the beginning of the season next year too. Well, if you get one of those teams that say, you know what, at the trade deadline, we need to get veteran presence or more physical play, you have Kadri right there, and he's been 50-50 in the offseason you gave him the first half of the season to prove himself. If you still think this is somebody we need to move, 
there's somebody you can you can shell out for picks in the up uh, the 2022 draft, or you can get another piece that you see with the current construction of the Avs that is a band aid to get us through the playoffs. Well, then that's what I threw out to Ross too. Was you know would the Avs be against getting some picks back uh, because they don't have many going into this draft? So is that a route that they might go? Maybe I I mean Devin was saying the number ten pick. Yeah, it, it's not going to be a, a you know, cadre for a, a number ten pick. I can't see that. Do the Avs? Yeah, I mean, would they throw in a prospect or two to get a number ten pick? Maybe swap first round picks. Give. I know we're sticking with Ottawa here, and we shouldn't be, but we are. Uh, give Ottawa the number twenty seven pick, and maybe pick up another second round pick to recoup one of the ones that you lost in the Taves trade. I don't know. There's so many different routes they they can go down. Do you think they do anything draft wise, uh, cadre or not? Just in general, do you think they try to just recoup some of these draft picks? Um, honestly, I was before we reached the postseason. I was saying just trade away our entire, all of our picks, um, load up because we're we're deep for years to come. Um, and this draft is, it's basically a extreme gamble. Um, I figured those draft uh, draft picks that we have upcoming could just be for trades coming up because I don't really see a lot of value. It's extremely top-heavy. Like, the first five players are really valuable, and then you're really chancing it after that. So uh, I just said trade all our picks and uh, beef up some trade packages, but I, I don't think we want to go in recouping what we traded away. I think we'll go in with what we got and then work from there. Yeah, it's not a bad, and you had said that all along, and I didn't disagree with you that they've done their damage in the draft uh, for the past several years. So now, you know, they only have three, and are they okay with that? You know, I'm sure they would like to have maybe one or two more, but if it happens, it happens. If not, I think the Avs are okay uh, with what they've done over the past few seasons in the draft. So I agree with you there. Uh, Lothar, so... I know you would get rid of Kadri for like a pair of used socks. So fruit, fruit basket. Um, what what what's your take on all this? You listened to the show yesterday when I had Ross on. I did. Senators, um, you know, Senators or any other team. You, uh, you, Sen- you, senators would be good because I think they can give us like two draft picks plus Anisimov. Anisimov is a good center. He was in Chicago before, and that would be a good alternative to Kadri. Yeah, I would. Do you, do you think Ottawa would be willing to part with him? I think so. He doesn't play that much. And are are you wanting to move on from Kadri because of you know the, the liability aspect of it, and you just don't know if he's going to do what he did again in the playoffs, you know, and and not have him, or is it production wise for you? Is it he's no. just not performing well? Not production wise, because that you can, that can happen in a year. We started with other players. But, I mean, that's a risk. And we have to come down now. For next season, they have to win the Stanley Cup, period. And I think with, with Kadri, it's a liability. And I don't see that happening again. I mean, that, that cannot happen. Yeah. I mean, if he does it again, it is uh, – I mean, if it's eight, if eight is the number for him now, you got to think it's going to at least double uh, if he does it again. 
So, and, you know, basically his, his entire playoff is done. You would have to think no matter how far the avalanche go next year. And is that what they want? Is that what they want to do? Do they want to risk that? That is the question that is in front of Joe Sackick. I, I don't know the answer. Like you make good arguments as to why to get rid of them. And, you know, Kyle and other people make good arguments as to why you keep them around. So I don't know. I don't know. This, this goes, this goes either way. Alan, do you think he's back next year? Or do you think the Avs are just can't chance it? I think he should be back. Right. I don't. I don't think he should go to Ottawa because <clears throat> if it's like fantasy hockey, and like you were saying, if you can't trade with a team, then if you got nothing coming back, you're not going to give him away. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, Denky Denk and his mixtape is is joined us today. Everybody, Adam Denker from Locked On Lightning is is joined the conversation. Uh, he's muted himself. He struggles with technology, so I don't know if he, there he goes. So <laughs> What's up, uh, Chris? Yeah, my man. So, are you still stuck in traffic, or uh, no, I just got back. So oh, okay. Uh, right. So yeah, like just to kind of throw my hat into the whole cadre. Go for it. Uh, you want him? Can, can, can we trade him to to Tampa? Like, is that a possibility? Like, well. I don't know. Pay for like a Braden point? I mean, that's straight up. I do that. I do that yesterday. <laughs> I mean, we do need first round draft picks. So, but what? And, and I've I'm not just saying this because I cover the Lightning, but it, it seems like Tampa has kind of laid the blueprint out the last couple of years of what you need to be successful. You know, uh, you and I have spoken many times on the national show how Colorado and Tampa offensively are really not that much different if you look at the first couple of lines yeah i mean we it, when it comes down to it you have guys like Braden point steven stamkos and keita kucherov and then you have you know victor hedman who could play both sides but i i think really what joe sackick do is he needs to look at this situation is all right i need sandpaper but is not is nazim kadri the the sandpaper need and the grit, grit that i need um when I first joined the room, um, I believe it was Lo- Lothar was made a great point that um, really what it came down to was that, you know, is he worth it? Because he's missing games and it's, you know, if you have him for his playing style, that's great. But if he's not producing because he's making these bonehead decisions in big time games where he's missing games due to suspension, then maybe it's time to go in another direction. But, yeah, I think that really if, if Colorado expects to take the next step, I think they need to look at what my guys have been doing down south and really maybe look around the NHL and see what's there and who they could fit and, and really come come bring to the franchise on their third and fourth lines. Yeah. I, well, um, Ross had a really good point on uh, the show yesterday when he said, you know, if Kadri was on Ottawa and he got suspended in the playoffs, he would be fine with that because that meant Ottawa was in the playoffs. Right. And, you know, like that that's not the case for Colorado. They expect them to be in the playoffs and they expect to go far. If they were in that situation that Ottawa was in and, you know, making the playoffs is considered a successful season and Kadri goes and does that, I mean, in some capacity, I think you can live with it. Still would would you know be like come on man what are you doing like we need you to anything can happen in the playoffs but 
it, it's a different mindset in Ottawa than it is in Colorado right now. And that's just the reality of the situation. Yeah. So. And, and that's like him missing games the way he did because of what he did. That's like if the Lightning missed Barkley Goodrow or Pat Maroon because of some bonehead. I mean, last year they struggled for, I believe, a game or so last year when Alex Corn got suspended. Yeah. Because of uh, him just losing his mind in one of the games. I believe it was against Columbus. But, and, and a lot of people, you know, maybe on the outside looking in don't realize how significant of a loss that is. I mean, once Kadri left, it kind of seemed like the tide started to change um, with you guys from with the limited time I've actually got to watch. But, yeah. Um, now, what is the return? You know, I, I like I said, I'm late to the party, but what's the return that is maybe expected if you guys decide to deal him? Uh, I mean, if you had joined the party on time, you would you would you would have heard the answer. Well, I mean, that, Chris, come on, <laughs> I, I don't I don't want to squabble in front of listeners. We could do this behind closed doors. <laughs> uh, that's the question, man. We 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 were kind of throwing that out there, like. In terms of Ottawa, what do they want to give up? Because you you need if you're Colorado, you need a return that can equal close to what Kadri can produce. And does Ottawa want to want to give any of that up? So that's the question when it comes to Ottawa. Anyway, um, don't know, don't know the answer to that. And or is it picks? Uh, it, it could go in any direction. So and and even Ross, I, I threw it out to Ross and I said, you know, bottom line, do you think this happens? And he said no. He doesn't feel like this is going to happen. He would welcome Kadri, but he doesn't think it's going to happen for kind of those reasons. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, a first-round draft pick and Trevor Zegers from Anaheim? That would seem like a good return. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where, where is Jay? Jason on here? He can he – can... Oh, if he, he, if he heard that, I think he would he would probably send me a very nasty <laughs> I don't know. Well, this is what makes the offseason great, so we'll find out on that. Um, well, let's move on to the Seattle Kraken in some capacity because they finally made their hire um, in Dave Hextall. And I put up on Twitter saying, does this kind of seal the fate for Ryan Graves as the pick for the Kraken? Because uh, he's a defensive I don't say he's a defensive-minded coach, but that's kind of what he was responsible for when he was in Toronto. Um, so uh, I don't know if do, do you want to take – I mean, you're already – I can start backwards again if you want to go with this one, Adam. And, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I, you don't. You probably don't have a, a thought on who he'll take from the avalanche, but uh, so I guess – what do you think of the the hire? And we will talk about this on – we're doing the national show too. So uh, we'll talk about this more. So don't throw everything out there, but good hire or bad hire? I I think we have to wait till the midseason, at least by the you trade. You don't day. do that in this form, dude. Like we are in the media and we have to make immediate reactions, good, bad, or indifferent <laughs> – all right, all right. Now that you're putting me on the spot, you are feisty tonight, buddy. Um, I would probably <laughs> say a uh, good hire. You know, I, I think with the, um, the 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 level of talent that the NHL has to offer in terms of coaches right now, I don't think there's no there's any such thing as a bad hire. Uh, especially when you have a franchise that's just starting out the way Seattle is. Interesting. Okay. Well, uh, we'll we'll talk about more of the hire on uh, Locked On NHL, 
Uh, but for now, I'll go around the room and uh, Kyle, I'll start with you. Do you agree with me? Do you do you think that this kind of solidifies the Graves pick or something else? Um, yeah, um, I it's going to solidify the Graves pick because the Kraken, with all this incredible hype and pomp and circumstance with them coming in the league, this is their first mistake. <laughs> I agree, man. I agree. They completely they they botched this. Um, I feel bad. They're going to need Graves to keep the Kraken afloat, pun intended. Mm. Um, yeah, um, it's going to be it's going to be Graves, and I feel bad for the Kraken. I was very optimistic that this might be a Vegas clone, but this is not going to be a good hire. Well, I mean, anything is possible. Just going off of his history. I, I don't think it's the greatest of picks. I mean, you had some really good names out there. And I'm not saying just go for a name. That's not what you do. Um, but they have a mindset of how they want to kind of formulate this team. And apparently he's the one that fits the bill for them. So in a way, I think Adam is right. I think you do you do have to wait and, and see. And, and, you know, you can't really say anything about it right now. Um, and you got to let the... the the games play out on the ice and see how it goes. But just from, you know, the – I don't think anybody expected that name to be thrown out when Seattle said, you know, was was announcing their their hire. I don't think anybody – nobody had him on that on that list. Did, so it, did they not shot. ask any Philly fans about this? Because I'm pretty sure they would tell them, run far away. Almost ruined Shane Gothis Bears' career. Like, he did. This is not. This is not where Seattle needs to go. Which is odd because, like I said, he is kind of more of like a defensive coach, and he he has he has a history of overworking his goalies. Apparently, like uh, he he will play a, a goalie twenty five thirty games straight. Uh, so, I, and maybe these are all lessons learned. I, I don't know, but. Um, I mean, as far as the Avalanche go, yeah, I just, I just, you get the idea that this is a, a solid pick for, uh, for Ryan Graves to go there. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Devin, your, your thoughts on, uh, not, not just the hire. I mean, if you want to mention the hire, what do you think on that? But like I said, as far as the pick goes for the Avalanche, what do you think? Um, I really don't know about the coach. I think out of all the coaches, and with Patrick Waugh wanting to get back into the NHL, I think Seattle made a huge wrong choice and should have probably gone and talked to Patrick Waugh and see if he'd be down to coach. Yeah. Um, and I think now that Seattle has that pick, I think uh, we're going to see Graves go, you know, as much as, you know, him and McCarr are good D pair. I, you know, we got Byram in, in the wing and he can uh, really play and, play well so i think uh we can say goodbye to graves uh pardon is such sweet sorrow especially with ryan graves even though he was you know struggled a bit at times this year but after that first covid pause he came back strong uh still was up and down but way more ups than downs i felt uh but this, this this could be you're right, man. This could be the end. Lothar, do you have any thoughts on 
what this means for the Avs and who Seattle could take? Does it does it change anything for you? No, I always thought it's it's a Graves anyway because the Avs won't offer any any good offensive players, so they might have to take him. There's no other choice for them. Yeah, um, and that's the other part of it. Is like we we kind of just focus on the Avs. Uh, and we don't know, obviously, who anybody is giving up right now and other teams who they're protecting and who they're not protecting. Uh, maybe there's a possibility that there's some more uh, defensive players that Seattle likes more. That's always a possibility. But I, I just, I don't know. I think Graves fits the bill for a lot of what Seattle might want to do. Uh, and starting, you know, a new franchise, it just clearly makes sense. Um Seth, you are in the mix now. Do you want to unmute? What's up? How you doing? First time in, right? Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, big fan of the yeah. podcast. Yeah, man. You're, that's, that's great that you're here. Um, what do you think? Do you think the, the hire makes any difference? Was it always going to be Graves? Uh, or do you think could be another one? Like we're saying in the beginning, like they could not protect Kadri. So if Kadri was available, do you think they would go that route? Or... What do you think in terms of who Seattle could could take off of uh, the Avs roster? If uh, I would think that if uh, Joe Sackick was going to get rid of Kadri, he would want something in return. Um, uh, I I think that the pick was I, I think that the pick is going to be Graves. Um, you would figure that out of all the players that the Avs would protect, a defenseman would be available uh, for Seattle, and I just yep. think Graves is the pick. Maybe they can, if they, if they can come to a gentleman's agreement with Landis Cog, that would leave him unprotected and he would just resign back with the team. But I think that's just too risky. I think he means too much of the islands to do that. Uh, I think Graves would, would just be the logical pick for Seattle, uh, considering the head coach. And I just think that he, uh, I don't know if this is a, a little bit uh, out of, out of the ballpark, but I, I think he was, he was on Seattle's radar. Just maybe the fact that he was on, uh, I think Toronto's, uh, uh, staff and maybe the, the the run that they they had during regular season maybe uh, played a factor into his hiring. Yeah, that's a good point too. Um, I don't know. Is it Adam? If you want to just unmute quick, if you know the answer to this, if the Avalanche kind of just have this gentleman's agreement with, like, say Gabe Landeskog and say, "Hey, we're not going to sign you right now, but you know, so we can freeze another player." And then if Seattle picks you, you know, we have a deal in place. Is that tampering? Um, it would depend who. Would it depend on when it happens? Because isn't there a time frame when you can't? I think, yeah. If the period I don't know what you're saying, man, because you are avalanche you, are supposed being robotic to right now. I can't, I can't hear you. Are you in? Are you in a bad zone? All right, how about now? Yeah, do you have AT and T? Is that the problem? Wow, that was that was. <laughs> you just continue to just lay it on me tonight. Um, can't wait to record the national show with you later. Yeah, right. Uh, I can hear you perfectly now. So, all right, so. I, I think it depends if they have this agreement around the dead or like the window when the NHL expects the team to have in their list of players unprotected. I think I, I I think no matter what, where, like when this would take place, I don't think the league would ever have any 
evidence to really back it up to say it was tampering. But I think that if it were, if it was, I, it, it could be definitely interpreted as tampering. Tampering. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to look into that more, but because um, it, it would be a, an idea. You're taking a risk because you know someone like Landeskog, young guy, uh, you know, would be. Uh, you know, who knows when, you know, they would name a captain, but obviously he's coming from captaincy might be appealing to, to kind of start with a brand new franchise. I don't know. So I don't think the avalanche take that risk, but uh, I just, I was curious about that to see if it, if it would be considered that depending on the time frame, uh it could be, I, I don't know. Um, Seth, anything else from you? I mean, there's always there always could be that uh, likelihood that maybe the Avalanche do find some value in Graves and they might protect him and leave someone like Tyson Jost um, exposed. But I think that's that's not likely. Yeah, there's a lot of different scenarios. That's that's for sure. So I th- we we kind of feel like we have it figured out for the most part with maybe like one or two players that it, that they could protect and not protect. Uh, but you know, was it 11? If they go the seven, three, one route, it's almost like in excluding Grubauer, we, we, and he's another one. He's another one who's a free agent. Um, we feel like he would be the goalie clearly outside of that. We feel like, you know, we have like nine of them picked and it, it could be one guy and could be between three or four guys who it could be that are protected and who are not protected. So I love this stuff. This is, uh, this is great off season stuff. So we'll just have to wait. And Alan, I saved you for last on this one clearly because, uh, you are the graves guy. Um, how are, how are you feeling right now? Because you've, you've come to, you know, be an avalanche fan. You're a Ryan graves fan and you kind of followed him from the Rangers to Denver. Um, I don't want to lose you as a fan, but do you kind of feel like that is, uh, the route this is going. How did you feel when you heard the, of this hire? Yeah, I, it's the writing's been kind of on the wall for a bit. I'm kind of preparing myself that I'll have to. Well, I'm still going to be a huge super fan of him, I guess you could say, and I'll still follow him there. But you're right; it's going to be it's going to be tough to follow him there like I do now, and still follow what I do at the Avs. And I mean, I've made so many good friends just from doing that. And, but I, I, with what you tweeted out today, I mean, I didn't hear that. Plus, I didn't really know the history or anything about how you say he is. That almost sets it more into play that that's what's going to happen. So I figured I'll be getting a new jersey in the fall, but we'll see what <laughs> happens. I hope not. Maybe there'll be a new alternate abs jersey or something. Maybe that'd be the best alternative. But oh, you can still buy Gray's abs. Jersey. Oh, I still you can. And I want to try to. I want to try to find the reverse retro. I really like that one. So they'll probably be a lot cheaper in the off season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And no, if it, he's it, no longer it, on the team, they're even more of a discount. Yeah, you're right. It, it it really does sadden me because this has been my, my favorite. I mean, I followed hockey for, I don't know, since like 1997 or something like that. And, and this has been my most favorite hockey season ever. And I followed, I think, all but three games this year. So it's been crazy for me. And I loved every minute of it. So it's, it's yeah, it, it's hard. It really is hard. But well, it is what it is. Uh, 
we, we still I feel like to... I'm getting traded. <laughs> uh, you know, we still have to let it play out. We we don't know the the definites yet, but uh, if if it does come to that end, you know, you, you have been adopted uh, by the Avalanche fan base, and uh, even if he's no longer here, I, I, I kind of feel like you you still will root for the Avs and. And oh yeah, maybe, maybe from a from a distance. I don't know, but yeah, uh, I agree with you, man. Yeah, it's it, when you get like attached to a player who plays well on a team, you then get attached to the team. So yeah, uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it don't. We we're not going to put the writing on the wall just yet, but true. You always hope for the worst. So if the best outcome happens, it makes it even better. Okay. Kyle, if, Kyle's if, got a hashtag. We gotta go protect that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, we shall see, Alan. So don't, don't, don't lose sleep over it yet. But I won't. All right, man. Uh, okay, people. I think that'll do it for this week. So uh, appreciate everybody tuning in. This was a, a great one. A lot of people in this one. So uh, we'll do it again next week. And uh, if anything else happens, clearly, follow the show on uh, Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche. Listen daily for anything new that happens. And uh, anything that happens during the week, we kind of uh, let the fan base talk about it here in these green rooms. So good stuff this week, guys. uh, And we'll see everybody next week. All right. Have a good one. Go, Abs, go!